just grab them in the brisket. So I was over here earlier with Clara, and James gives her a Gatorade, and uh, she's messed around in the garage, and we're standing out front by the tailgate. And she comes out, and she's got her hands full with Gatorade, and we can't tell what she's doing, but she's going, help me, help me, help me, help. <laughs> we're like, what's the problem? Like, grab the Gatorade, and I realize she's trying to put a koozie on the Gatorade. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, I was like, you can't hang out here anymore. We're taking my baby, and we're going home. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we've, well, did, you, did you help her? Well, yeah, put I put on. the koozie on. I'm not an animal. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, uh, it's great. That oh, is actually man. that is awesome. That's smooth, man. She is a what else, Texan. She's what is she picking up? What else is she picking up? She is so smart, bro. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like a sponge. There's like no words that if you say them, she can't repeat. Yeah. Anything you say, and she's she's just barely two. She yeah. repeats everything. Wow. Niners suck. Is gonna be the next well, one. I, I tell you, uh, the <laughs> uh, you had the ear right. She had the ear thing. Had the tubes. Mm-hmm. Helped out tremendously. Oh, sure, yeah. right? oh, as soon as she got oh, the yeah. tubes in, man, night and day. Yeah, she was all of a talking, sudden she's she... like a freaking encyclopedia. Yeah, that yeah. that talks though, like a talking encyclopedia. Is that a thing? That's not mm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. funny yeah. story. Books on words, right? Kind of same premise. Wait, hooked books, on phonics. Books on yeah. say books on words. Yeah, books, books on, on what? Words. What's it <laughs> I books, love books on words. Books on tape. Shit, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> books on tape. Got it. Damn, I freaking feel like Alden. An audio book. Hey, face gram. There he is. <laughs> face gram. So anyways, Matt or Madison, Aviana got one of those little, I don't know, you kind of put your feet in it and you kind of jump on it. It kind of looks like a pogo stick, but for like a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think we gave you that. Oh, maybe. It's like a little foam block on the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that. And so we were upstairs one day and uh, she was like, Dad, you know what that does? And I was like, no. And she, she was drinking a root beer. <laughs> She's like, no. She's like, here, let me show you. Hold my root beer. I was like, what? <laughs> it was awesome. Dude. Uh, hold my beer. <laughs> she just proceeded to get on this thing, and just squeak, 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 squeak. Dude, I was, I was like, like, geez. So proud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> proud dad moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of hold my beer, uh, one of my favorite um, Twitter follow, follow followers or followings or whatever you want to say. You're following them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe it's called hold my beer. <laughs> and oh, they just God. post all these videos. And I just, can't watch some of that. Oh, some of the stuff. You're just like, man, you're dumb, man. Like, you. Yes. There goes your teeth. Uh, yeah. There goes your like. This one dude like went straight up like parkour, jumping, trying to jump this like 15 foot gap area to a next little. I guess it was kind of a bush type area that was concreted in. Well, he sandwiched in like halfway between his midsection and his uh, crotch area. Like and he he just goes in like that, oh, that's and he a broken pelvis or something lands right on his crotch and he, next thing you know he's like wincing and you can see him pull his shorts out a little bit and just stick his hand down in there like just to see. <laughs> I definitely like fuck something up something's, <laughs> something's wrong yeah oh, shit. I will not be able to have kids right. anymore I now have an any yeah at least my stunts the the danger factor isn't that great in the stunts that I do yeah you do some dumb stuff but yeah <laughs> I'm just want to like yourself. cut stuff up with swords and... right and try to jump on things that are taller than him yeah hey I usually make it y- you do for sure yeah you are athletic little man <laughs> <laughs> hey guys this is James from grabbing the brisket Welcome in, welcome in. Here we are, guys. Another what is week. up? What is up, my dudes? This is Alden. 
Who is ready to get their podcast on? Let's do this. Let's get into the 90-second beer review, guys. Boom, jumping right into it. I like it. 90-second beer review. Solid. Okay. So James found this one. It's pretty dope. I, I did find this one. Uh, the uh, The cover of it just kind of jumped out at me, so to speak. So this is the Texas Leaguer Knucklebach. It's a German-style dark lager. 6.4% alcohol by volume. It's got kind of a dope can, to be honest with you. I kind of like yeah. this. It looks like an old-timey... Almost like an old-timey baseball card or yeah, something. Yeah, pitcher, right? He's he's the guy with the beast. He's swinging the big leg all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of how they threw back in the twenties. So Texas Leaguer is like the brand, I guess, right? Texas yeah. Leaguer is the brand, and they're based out of Missouri City, Texas, just down the road. Nice, another local one. I actually like this beer. This has got like a. Uh, it's smooth. It, it finishes very well. I was going to say it's super smooth and, when you first drink it. Uh, it has kind of a. A chocolatey kind of hint to it. Am I right on this? This is a good beer. Yeah, it's very, very smooth. It honestly reminds me of Shiner Bach. It's pretty dark too. But it, and it, yeah, it's pretty dark. It's dark. I mean, it's a Bach, right? Yeah. But it finishes very smoothly, doesn't it? It's almost kind of very like Shiner Bachy. Like a Ziggenbach <laughs> and a Shiner had a baby. Shiner Bachy. Yeah, Ziggy Bach. Ziggy Ziggen Shiner. Yeah, I don't know. Shiner Bachy. Uh, this is actually, actually good. really good. Yeah, this is this is something that I'll heavy. probably buy again. And, and I've honestly I've never even heard of this company before. I don't know if it's a new brewery that just yeah, popped up. I've never seen that before. Where did you even find that? H E B. H E B. You said there it was uh, Missouri City. Missouri, yeah, Missouri huh. City, Texas. We need to start going and hitting up some of these right. uh, yeah. local breweries. Yep. Yep. A Texas pastime, Knucklebach. We bet you didn't see this coming. This is a one of kind Bach that's packed full of rich flavors, yet it's surprisingly smooth. Baffle your friends when you hand them a knucklebock. Ah, I, I love like the name. That. I love the name. And too. then it's perfect with the picture on there, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this reminds me of like a story back in junior high. Do you want to share that story, Jan? Yeah. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind sharing that at all. This is, uh, I said that earlier, this is a dope uh, looking can uh, just because the old, old timiness of it. You know, it's got that. What is this? I'm, I'm actually kind of a little bit colorblind. This antique-ish, right? The way it's kind of yep. uh, portrayed there. Probably like a yellowish uh, tin color. Yeah, yeah. This is this is probably. I'll post a picture. Yeah, nice. Uh, this is probably uh, sixth grade for me. I have this huge project due, and it's it's it has to do with basically going and finding something, an heirloom from your house, right? And something you were drinking beer. That means means something to you. And bring it to school and write an essay over it, and really have to give up and give a speech, right? So that was part of the thing. So bringing it to school was one thing, and then having it ready to give the speech and get it in front of your class and give this this presentation, three to five minute presentation, right? Yep. And actually, it was right before class, a kid in the hallway stops me and says, "Hey, your 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 cookies are here." And I was like, "Oh, great." I take them, I put them in my backpack. and What cookies are we talking I, I, about? I ordered some cookies, right? You order cookies from school, like you a little packet, okay. whatever, right? Fundraiser. Fundraiser yeah, type So deal. I ordered some. They, they came in. I was literally going to that class, right? So I go to that class. I sit down. Uh, and the girl in front of me, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but she's she's from here in Pearland or whatever. You but, know her still? Uh, yeah, kind of, a little bit. She uh, she turned to me and said, hey, are you ready for the project? You ready for your you got to stand up and say stuff, you know? And I was a kid that really in class, <laughs> I, I, I probably slept a lot. I probably said some stupid shit most no, of the time. I can't um, picture that. 
I, I was probably talking a little bit too much sometimes. Really, I wasn't really part of the popular crowd, believe it or not, right? I know it's hard to believe, right? And it's tough. So, yeah. Nothing's yeah, changed. She I goes, can, I can see. She, she said, uh, she goes, hey, you're going to turn this, this project in, you know? I said, I'm looking at her with this, like, deer in the headlight look. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what project you're even <laughs> speaking of, you know? And she's like, every day we've been talking about this for, like, two months, right? This is a big, big part of our grade. And I'm like, okay, well, I still don't know, you know? She said, you know, bring him stuff from home. I was like, oh, man. Ringing bells at that uh-huh. point? <laughs> so now I'm looking down at my bag, and I, I pull out these, these tin of cookies. And the tin of cookies <laughs> is about the same color as, as this background of this can right here. Kind, kind of, of antique sepia, yeah. if you will. And on that, the front of it is a baseball player. Bell hasn't rung yet, right? Everybody's still kind of coming in. And I'm thinking really fast on my feet. And I look down at this can. It, to me, it looks kind of old. looks antique-ish. You know, so I'm like, yeah, perfect. So I, I tell her, I said, hey, I'm going to give a speech over the, this tin of cookies. And the tin has this baseball player hitting a baseball basically out of a prison yard. It's, bar, it's a big, huge foot wall with like barbed wire around the top of it. That's what it looks like. Yeah, so I, I, I give this little two-second speech that I'm, this is what I'm going to do, right? And she's cracking up. She's like, there's no way you're doing this. I was like, I'm doing this. I pull out the cookie. I eat a cookie before the class starts. Like, <laughs> I already know, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and so, somebody goes and somebody goes and then little miss in front of me she basically says anybody else want to go like volunteers right she goes Jan does <laughs> Jan wants to go Jan wants to go hey, let me ask you real quick were you guys the folks that volunteered to go first in these things were you always the ones that slumped down to the bottom of your chair and waited until everyone else had gone oh yeah I was like, wait till dead last. Maybe they'll forget about me. Yeah, yeah. That was me too. I didn't. Wait for the bell. I was more of like, if I look like an idiot, at least I'll be the first idiot up there and then I don't have to worry about it. I was always like so nervous that I had to go. Okay, so like, you got volunteered. I, got, I did get volunteered. I was like the second person to go up there, right? And I'm just kind of like, oh man, I start to shake a little bit and I bring, <laughs> I bring these cookies up, this tin of cookies. And at the bottom of it, there's a UPC code. So that tells you right there, this thing's not that old, right? But I don't show the bottom of it. And how many kids in this class had that same tin of cookies? None of them. Really? Yep. None of, no, nobody in this class had any, had any. But they all knew it was cookies because everybody started talking really quick when I was making this, eating a cookie out of there, right? And that's this what I'm going to do. So everybody's like, starts, like, hey, this is what's happening. I saw, I saw, I saw. Yeah. So I get up, and, then, and this is how, I can't remember her name, but I... Uh, teacher's name, but I get up and I, I say, all right, yep, I kind of hold it low. I said, this is a tin that I brought home. This is my great, great, great uncle, um, <laughs> who was a professional baseball player from the 20s. His name is actually Jan Paul Moore. I'm actually named after him. Uh, and he had some tax issues and he got arrested. And so the sports writers got together and uh, they basically made this tin up and they sold these uh, and gave these away and whatever, kind of raising money for him and really to get him out of jail. He was that good of a baseball player. you know. And he, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's almost like you blink and you don't remember what you just said. You're like, what the hell did I just say, right? Everybody in the class is like snickering, wow. right, laughing. He's the biggest bull crap right. of all time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. And this, this teacher, she's like, oh, my God. This is fabulous. Did you hear this, kids? Do you hear the history going on right here? Right? And I'm just like, oh, God, she's going to ask questions. Jesus. So I, was I look good. I, was I look over. Good. And she's like, so what is, tell me about what's going on here. I said, well, this is him, 
right here. He's standing in a prison yard. Uh, and it has him wearing kind of like almost like a prison uniform, but you can slightly see the lines, right? Just I see those. Pinstripes. The pins. I see those. What team did he play for? I was like, oh, he played for the Yankees, you know? She's like, oh, my. She's eating it up, right? She goes, oh, is that a, is that a prison fence? I said, that is a prison fence. Oh, my That's God. right. You know? So she's like, can you, I know this means a lot to you since you were named after him, but do you want to hand this to let people pass this around? Mind <laughs> you, this tin is brand new looking, correct? No, it looks antique. But I'm talking about look. the tin itself. Yeah. 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 Still it's, filled with it, cookies. It's yeah. still filled with cookies. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't like, look like it's from the 20s. No, it no. looks antique-ish. The yeah. tin itself they looks antique. It made it antique. look like that. It, it, look, it looks very old. So it, if, it had, if it looked shiny and new, I never would have said any of this, right? Right. So it looked like it was old, an old tin. So I'm like, I really don't want to pass this around, right? <laughs> and I'm looking at her, and she's like, just, it's okay. You, you could pass her. They're not going to. I was like, okay. And I'm like, you, I'm giving people, everybody the stink eye. Like, you fuck me on this, and I'm going to destroy everybody in this classroom. So I go over and I hand the, the tin over and I go back and stand in the front of the classroom and I, I have to keep talking about this this tin and my uncle and all this stuff, right? And how, you know, at, at one point I thought she was going to like ask me like, how do you spell Jan or something? Like she was getting that in. I'm like, lady, it's my name. Like, it's my name, right? Named after him. So I look over and people are opening the freaking tin. <laughs> Taking cookies? And they're eating my damn cookies. <laughs> You're like, cut, that's it. They're eating my cookies. And she's like, did did you put cookies in there? I said, I did, just in case I was going to hand them around. Everybody can have some cookies. You hear that, folks? Y'all can all have the cookies, right? So, damn tin gets passed around, and then comes. she brings it back to me. Teacher does, right? She goes, you can have a seat. Brings it back to me. And she's like, she opens it up. She's like, it looks good in here. There's like, she takes a cookie, closes it, hands it to me. I'm just like, what the hell just happened, right? This lady's an idiot. Well, she didn't look at the bottom of the tin for sure. Uh, <laughs> I put it up. I got like a 99. I don't know what the one point I got off or 98 maybe. 98. I got two points taken off. I don't know what. I Maybe I didn't have flashcards or something. It was the hesitation to pass your tin around. Uh, probably. I rocked it. And I gave out treats. I actually only had one cookie out of the whole tent. I was going to say, very, did you have any cookies? The very first cookie. I ate it before, that was the, only before one. the bell rang. That's all I got. <laughs> were those cookies supposed to be yours, or were you supposed to take them home to your mom or whoever you sold no, I them bought. For? I got them from me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, they were my cookies. So, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. But it, that is I'll, awesome. I wish I could find a picture of the tin. Maybe I can look it up or whatever, but it looks really, really a lot like what you're seeing here on, the, on this this tin. Or the little 90-second beer yeah. of your beer? Yeah, it does. Hmm. That makes me want a cookie. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I want a cookie too. We did not bring cookies. Uh, so to bring it back, uh, bring it back home to the beer. Hmm. Should we give it a score? I want to score this one definitely. Okay, right. Yeah, so I'm we gonna go eight. Wow. So f- we're saying five is that's an average beer. Five so average. Eight. You're saying that's a damn good beer. Damn good beer. I- I'm actually gonna go higher than this. I think it's like an eight point four. Holy crap. I do. I think I would buy this. I would drink multiple of these. I would too, but... Do you think it's better than Shiner Bock? No. I don't know. It's been a while since I've had a Shiner Bock. I can't really... Compare them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a good beer. It's good. I'm going to give it a 7.3. It's an honest score. I like that. I like how we're, we're giving honest scores right now. I mean, it's good. It, it's really good. I would drink... I'll probably drink a couple more. I've already had two. Maybe I'm drunk. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good beer. 
Al? Well, you guys know me. If it don't rhyme with much light, you don't like it, right? That is right. (laughs) So, obviously, I would never go purchase it because I don't purchase beers like that. But, you know, for me, you know, a couple sips out of something like that, it's good, man. It is good. You know, I couldn't drink a whole one. What what did you think of 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 the body of it? I mean, it's very, I mean, like you guys say, it's very, I mean, it's Shinerbach-ish. I don't think it's as, I don't know, because Ziegenbach's kind of more peppery, kind of right? Not Mm -hmm. peppery, but I didn't taste a lot of that, but it's it's good. I mean, you know, I I probably get, I may be able to get through one of those, and then that's about it. So where is that on the Alden beer scale? On the Alden beer scale? Where Bud Light is 10. (laughs) Right. So where, where does this fit for you? Probably around five for me. Yeah, okay. Okay. it's an average beer. Yeah, and then beer here, 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 we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll go ahead and say that Alden doesn't really drink a lot of different beers. Right, he drinks Bud Light. Bud Light. That's it. it Unless is an acquired, he's out of that. Once you start getting that acquired taste for this, it does your palate opens up a little bit, and you start. And that's the other thing, you know. I don't. Bit. I don't venture out enough to know the really tell the difference between yeah. a lot of them. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of do I like it or not? Right. right. I really like it. I would actually buy this, drink this. Uh, I felt it to be really smooth. So. Okay. I like all beer. Awesome. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> and that's what we call the 90-second beer review. 90-second beer review. We'll give it a 10 on the uh, presentation of the, of the can, though. So the other day, it was raining its ass. I mean, get in the car, and it's like I'm waiting at the bus stop for him to go to school, loaded up. I got about maybe a mile down the road. All of a sudden, just like the bottom just dropped. Like, we're talking winds. I mean, rain, heavy, super th- – I mean, I'm like – did we have like a hurricane that I didn't know about or I mean, what's going on here? And I was like, oh, okay, well, look, why don't I just, I got my phone up on my uh, dash where I, you know, use Waze and, you know, he so was I can, videoing while yeah, he, he was, was driving. I as remember I was at thing. a stop. I engaged my camera, turned it around as a dash cam, which is perfectly legal. So I rolled <laughs> down for like maybe about, I don't know, 30 minutes, not 30 minutes, but maybe 30 seconds or so recording how bad it was. And then I turned it off. And then when I got to work, I uploaded it to, well, I uploaded it to Instagram. I wasn't really trying to upload it to Facebook, but it was already checked to automatically sync up. Okay. So it goes to Facebook and had a few, you know, comments, you know, moms and, you know, right. uh, whatever. Just, uh, oh, be safe, sweetie. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's really raining out there. Yeah. yeah. And then some dude sends like a, a, a little meme gif whatever spongebob was like who cares that kind of threw me back i was like why are you re- being a jackass <laughs> i'm not trying to on facebook yeah oh so you're friends with this person yeah, I'm about no, to he look. obviously follows I'm about me to go look. yeah i follow him <laughs> i told john about it john's like oh well he logs on to facebook and he's like made a little comment what, what was your little comment i just did another meme that said something about you're grumpy you need a nap yeah <laughs> Then he came back with another like stupid ass remark about it. I mean, about uh, well, who really cares? I'm like, dude, if you don't care, then <laughs> why are you posting? Why are you posting? You why are you so even much saying anything? Time. Why are you following? Just stop. Okay. And so I saw that. I went back and I followed up. I was like, are you okay? Question mark. <laughs> you know, or are you good? Question mark. And he replied, always. And I just kind of left it at that. I was like, ah, I'm not going to go any further into trying to figure out what what the problem is maybe his sense of humor is a little bit off from mine maybe he's trying to be a you know a, a funny dude and i mean to me it just came off kind of like kind of a jerkish a little bit but hey maybe he was giving you some podcast material maybe he was he sure and he was. did 
So that day was that was Monday or last week? Was that Friday? That was last week. It yeah. was on one of the days, yeah. So that's the day that I was a hero, Alden. <laughs> yes, that was Thursday, I believe. I was a hero that day. Oh, you were. Yeah, I was a hero. I don't that's know. I. I stay. I took Lily to school. Then came back, got oh, Madison. Yeah. yeah, we're using hero pretty her, loosely, but yeah, go ahead. Took her to school. Hey, not one drop of water got on her. Really? Yeah. So did you pull into her garage? Is I that did. Pull okay. all the way through that thing. So get <laughs> in. Is that why my drum set's wrecked? I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah, and then when he got to the school, he pulled into the front of the school. It was That's crazy. Right. That's right, man. So good. So no, that was hey, a very nice thing to do. It was. It was. was it, so so you did day. save the day. So now you are allowed to wear that. The best part costume. is that you don't pat yourself on the back about it. That's just. Well, and I don't. I don't too much. I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So nine things you didn't know about the history of Texas barbecue. Okay. So this article is written by Megan Fritz, and I cannot see what the web address is or the website that I got this article off of. But I'll get John to post it just so we can give credit where credit's due. Okay, so the first one, right off the bat, the term barbecue most likely came from a translated Spanish word, barbacoa. And and it goes on to say the traditional Spanish cooking form involves burying meat, which could be beef, goat, sheep, in the ground over hot coals wrapped in leaves. He's like, while this might be the origin of the term, in Texas, they're never really interchangeable it's like we still enjoy barbacoa here in the mexican food style wise and he goes on to say in fact that the international championship of goat cook-off is held here in texas so when we say barbecue we mean barbecue and that website is accessatx.com is that supposed to be access austin texas yep Mm -hmm. weird yeah basically like barbacoa we think of it as Beef cheeks, you know? Yeah, when I hear barbacoa, I think beef cheeks. Yeah. Okay, so number two, although the Native Americans, Spanish, Mexicans, and black population practice styles of barbecue, we owe our modern translation to the German and Czech immigrants in the mid-1800s. These hardworking settlers opened grocery stores and meat markets throughout central Texas Butchers smoked leftover meats to keep everything from spoiling. Is it Chech or Czech? I would say Czech. Did I say Czech? Chets? Chets. Chech? Chets needs. Oh, Chech. We like a barbecue. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Number three, it says the leftovers soon became a mainstay with cowboys and impoverished people, migrant workers. As such, barbecue was originally a poor man's dish. The slow cooking process made the meat quality inconsequential. Lesser desired meat cuts were even given to the workers as part of their pay. Mm, okay. Right. So they could basically cook it super slow, make crappy meat taste awesome, and taste good. Pay and then, like, here, by the way, you're starving. Yeah. Eat this barbecue. Yeah. And right. that's basically the origins of why we have to pay freaking $4 a pound for brisket. Or right. if you go higher cuts of meat, because back in the day, this stuff was like cheap pieces of meat. I could just think back, you know, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you can buy a brisket for 99 cents a pound. Now you can't even, it's, it's unheard of to see it at 99 cents a pound. I mean, usually it's around three, $4 mark. And I guess we can probably all think the, I guess the barbecue boom 
that we've seen over the last couple of years with the barbecue joints popping up, the Pitmasters TV shows, the competition barbecue, and all that stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure the you know agricultural community and the 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 farmers raising the cows are like, oh hell yeah, dude, cha-ching. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, think of fajitas. Used to be just as trash, right? Yeah, scratch, skirt stain. Away. Yeah, you don't. I mean, like, and then you started making fajitas out of it, and you you could buy a couple of pounds of that stuff, super cheap, right? <laughs> not anymore. No, it's not anymore. It's it's crazy, and now it's got into these quality of meats that you're dealing with, and everybody wants to get wagyu, and you're yeah. paying ten, twelve dollars a pound. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Yeah, let me just quick jump in there and add. Um, I don't know if we've ever really ran down the hierarchy of the meat grading scale when it comes to beef i'm not sure if we have or not no, we, we can, have we, can we definitely have that, not because yeah. i mean i had um somebody at work ask me so what's choice and blah 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 so, okay so you first bottom rung you have select right or something that's not been graded basically correct Same. then you got one rung up above that is choice and then above that is prime and then above that is, I guess, what you would probably label as Wagyu. And then from what I gather, some of the, the, the articles that I've read, that in order for a cow to be labeled Kobe or a Wagyu here in the United States, it has to be a quarter percent Wagyu. Of the Kobe cow. Of the Kobe cow. Well, Kobe is the city yeah, it's where these cows are. Correct, yeah, are in, in Japan. Wagyu is actually the name of the cow. Okay, okay, yeah. great. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it only has to be a quarter percent, so it can be bred with the black Angus. Mm-hmm. Right. So You're not getting a whole lot of full-blood Wagyu here in the U.S. No, it, uh, they you can. Minimal. You can, you can now. So I, not to get off on a tangent, but the, the article that I read, like back in, I don't know, 80s, 70s, 60s, whenever they were starting to maybe import these cows over here. They had a big, huge hand, foot, mouth disease type deal going on with their cattle. And so the government just put this ban on the cattles coming from over there to here because they didn't want that shit spreading all over here. And so and that's, right. that's why you see a lot of people go, well, you can't get traditional Kobe beef here uh, because it's, it's, they don't export it. I mean, at one point in time they did, but they cut it off. And then they came up with this Wagyu strain, which is a quarter percent Wagyu Kobe beef with Americanized beef. Right. Angus or whatever it is. Because they felt like the American people, their palate wasn't, that would not, it was too rich. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It was just too rich. If, they, if you got the full-blooded A9, A5 Wagyu to where it just pretty much just like melts in your mouth and... You know, it costs like $400 an ounce. Right. I feel like in, in Japan or wherever they're doing the Wagyu, they're eating like three ounces of beef or something. Where here, we're like, give me the two-pound steak. So, yeah, it's not going to work. It's not the same. I said tomahawk, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't carry over. That's a five-pound steak. <laughs> but So, if you're, if you're looking at a brisket or I think a lot of the meats will label the grade on it. But at brisket, grabbing the brisket podcast, go ahead and... When you're at the grocery store, flip that brisket over. There should be a label that signifies it being choice, prime, select. And that way, and then you can make your decision on 
based off your price range is what you right. want to go to. I'm going to say if you're going to cook a brisket, just go ahead and save up the extra money and get prime. Yeah. It's yeah. it's going to cost you maybe a couple of more dollars to get it. but Especially if you don't know what you're looking for. I mean, you can get choices that are prime. Correct. But that's a whole other podcast. But the end result, if you spend 8, 10, 12 hours cooking this brisket and you cut into it and it's super dry, it, you're going to be disappointed. And you're going to be like, why didn't I just pay another dollar a pound? Uh, which would be another 10, 15 bucks. Right. right. Which is another thing people may not know is they sell brisket over there that's pre-trimmed, which is obviously more expensive. So, you know, if you want to do it yourself, you can save a couple bucks there. Yeah, too, there's a lot so. of tutorial videos out there yeah. that teach you how to trim it. But what do you got, Jan? I've read through this, and I, I read number three, which I thought was very enlightening, kind of seeing how the barbecue was really just not really just given to people and, and it really wasn't thought of as a, as a main staple or whatever. And I skipped, you know, four is kind of really the same thing. Five was kind of dipping into that. But six, I really like this. It says, after the Civil War, <laughs> beef became what's for dinner in Texas. Cattle prices rose as cowboys drove Texas Longhorns northward along the famous Chisholm Trail, taking their barbecue love with them. This pathway would stretch from Texas all the way to Kansas City, passed right through the current day barbecue belt towns like Lockhart, Luling, and Taylor. In traditional Texas humbleness, many Texans make... They claim that northern barbecue meccas like St. Louis and Kansas City wouldn't even know how to spell barbecue if it weren't for the Texas Cowboys. Mm, and I love that. That's that is pretty awesome. solid. I didn't. I mean, that's yeah. pretty interesting. That, that is very interesting. Very, very I know people up in Kansas, Kansas City and, and St. Louis. They're not wanting to hear any of that. No, probably right. not. But think about it. You know, that's hey, you're welcome, Kansas City. Right. <laughs> Beef is king. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I. We'll go over number seven with you on this. What do we call this? The nine things you didn't know about barbecue? Correct. All right, so this says, sanitation regulations in the early 1900s put a stop to the open pit style that they were using before. Instead, the German technique of using enclosed brick smokers prevailed. Much later, doesn't really say when, the 55-gallon steel drum smoker was created, known as the Texas Hibachi. This movable machine gained fame nationwide and enabled pitmasters to take their show on the road, increasing the popularity and participation in barbecue cook-offs. There are now more than 100 competitions in the state of Texas, which I don't know when this was posted, but there are far more than 100 competitions in the state of Texas. It says there are more than 100. Yeah, way more. Probably 100 on a giving weekend. Yeah, that's exactly. There's more than one. Yeah, there's like thousands. Yeah. No, we're getting down in Texas. But yeah, so it's saying basically at some point they had to switch over from open pit to enclosed. And then that's how the steel drum, the ugly drum smokers come about. Mm-hmm. Damn government. They just come in here and just ruin everything. I mean, the open style pit. I mean, I'm sure it was probably some of the best stuff. Like if you go up to, I could be lying, East Texas. Is it East Texas or West Texas? Where they still kind of practice the open pit style barbecue. I would say West Texas. Snow's barbecue. They still kind of practice the open style pit barbecue. They, they cook these like probably one and a half inch thick pork steaks on an open flame. Where they kind of burn down the coals and they'll sit there and scoop it in this like brick enclosed pit. Not I say enclosed. It has like a cover thing on it, right? But the front of it's open? I don't think it has a cover. It may have a cover. I don't think it has a cover. Hmm. I'll have to look at that and see. But the coals are just raked in below. Yeah. And then they're just kind of direct heat cooked. This sounds like fun. Like, I just want to go do that. 
We can do it. Let's do this in your front yard. You don't grow grass anyway, Jim. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay, so it wasn't until the 1950s that Texas barbecue joints started exclusively offering brisket. Prior to that, the meat was ordered as beef. If you wanted fatty, slightly, you know, like a moist, then you would get brisket. If you wanted lean, you would get basically beef shoulder. Hmm. Which I, I don't know. I did a beef shoulder a week ago. It didn't seem that lean to me. That's I mean, that's pretty interesting. Like I mean, back in the day, it was like you, if you wanted beef, I mean, you just rolled into the like I want beef. Oh, what kind of beef do you want? Mm-hmm. Moist. And then they give you brisket. You were getting whatever they wanted to give you, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's probably another episode that we can talk to about. Houston is pretty enriched with, like, barbecue tradition. It's more on the Fourth Ward side of Houston, uh, where you had a lot of these, like, juke joints and barbecue joints that just popped up, where they were slinging all this type of meat. I mean, do you remember uh, Drexler's? Yeah. Drexler's Barbecue, which was, uh, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Drexler himself, or if it was, like, a brother that that did barbecue, but... I'll have to bust that article out. Uh, I got a article. book about Texas barbecue, and it has a bunch of like recipes and history and, and all this type of stuff. But they used to have this terminology called irre- irregulars. Have you heard of this before? This was pretty much the burnt ends that people would show up to the back of the barbecue joint. Because, I mean, obviously they didn't have money to, to go into the front and sit down. And, and maybe there was some type of like racial issues or whatever but here i think there was more kind of predominantly like you know black owned barbecue joints or whatever but they would go in the back door and they would like can i get some of those irregulars yep, yep. and they're pretty much like rib tips or burn ins burn ins stuff like that the that, stuff that you're paying extra for now stuff right now that you're like paying premiums for hmm. so i was like wow man it's just amazing how just things just flip a script right it just like that yeah that's good news. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Okay, so the last thing that you did not know about barbecue. In Texas. Yeah. Was it in Texas? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you didn't know this shit, Jan. Just listen. Okay. Even though barbecue was born a poor man's food, it has been proven to be fit for kings. President Lyndon B. Johnson served barbecue to the state dinner for the president of Mexico back in the 1960s. I'm I'm thinking that barbecue has been served to presidents many many times since then. Well, he's from he's from Texas, right? Mm-hmm. LBJ? Yeah. That's why they have like Johnson Johnson City that's named after him. He also basically had a house or lived or worked on at Texas State campus. He was one of the only only presidents ever to go and retire and work at a college and basically had kids come in and college students come in and just, you know, he mentored them. That's he, was, awesome. he was a big like contributor a for uh, mm-hmm. for Texas State College. And Texas barbecue lover. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it goes on to say the Central Texas barbecue style spread worldwide, which this isn't something that we don't know. Uh, it can be found in Southern California, New York, Great Britain, and even Australia. Just prowls. Mm-hmm. We already knew that. We already knew that. Yeah. Somebody wrote an article that I read that uh, they described Australia's barbecue scene pretty much just like a um a foreign texas you know what i mean it was a they're basically a just a new texas an extension of right. texas pretty much yeah alden get in the business 
Yes, send us send us your feedback, guys. Positive, negative, indifferent, whatever. Questions, um, questions, anything. You know, um, so we can interact and and really get you guys involved with the podcast and stuff like that. So you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us grabbingthebrisket at gmail dot com. Like I say, our our Twitter is at grab the brisket. Facebook and Instagram are both the same. It's at grab in the brisket. Yeah. Thanks, and- I think if if you just roll on Google and just Google grabbing the brisket, all that stuff pops up. For sure. Because we're pretty famous. It's true. We're probably going to pop up. Yeah. A couple true. of things will it's pop true. up. Yes. We'll, we'll be somewhere. Well, we're where... pretty famous. I, I got stopped so. the other day uh, <laughs> by a cop. <laughs> so I need to wear a seatbelt. So. Oh, you got pulled over the other day. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Actually, he... it wasn't a seatbelt. It was me running through a stop sign. Was he listener? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was because he didn't give me a ticket, so... Mm-mm. How'd you get out of the ticket? Did you I have rolled kids down, with you? Yes, I rolled down the back window. Claro was with me. And he went from being super prick to, oh, yo, get the baby with you. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to give you a warning this time. Yeah. Motorcycle cop. Oh. Ooh. Usually those guys are not happy. Yeah. Can I, like, we'll really quick, uh, really quick, just tell the story? <sighs> yeah. Yes. I love to hear stories. This is what people love to hear. Stories. People love stories. No, it's... And what is it? It's not even ten o'clock. Uh, John, <laughs> let's take a phone call. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we do phone calls on this, James. <laughs> Why don't we do phone calls? We could. We could do phone calls. Hey, John, go to listener number one. Uh, yeah. Why is Jan acting like a penis? <laughs> well, sometimes when uh, next call. Okay. I see what Anyways. we're doing here. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Alden, play him a song. I wear a penis hat. That's what I'm talking about. So me and Jan got pulled over uh, with his, um, at that time, girlfriend in our 1978 Ford. So I'm passenger. Jan's driving. His girlfriend's in the middle. Jan rolls the stop sign. And this is, keep in mind, this is in Pearland, Texas. He rolls a stop sign, basically takes a, a right on this stop sign that he rolled. Did not go into oncoming lane or anything like that. But as he did it, heading the opposite direction was a Manville police officer, different city. They blow past us, and they, I'm not really, sh- I'm not shitting you. They go into locking the brakes up. 180, just like, square, just like. Nice. This, yeah, I'm like, what are you guys doing? They were serious. For sure. So they pull us over. Guy rolls up. Boom, boom, boom. Jan rolls down the window. And he's like, started like cussing the shit out of him. Like, you could have killed us, blah, blah, blah. Just like crazy. I'm like. Okay, I'm like I'm 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 looking straight forward. I'm like ah, okay, yes sir, thank you sir. We don't even know if this Manville cop or not. We thought it was Pearland. Then uh, he looks over to the girl, Jan's girlfriend. He's like, "How old are you?" She's like, "I'm 18." And then he starts questioning Jan. And then he's looking over to me, flashlight. This is fucking weird. What are we doing here? And at that moment, I get a loud crack on the window right next to my face. There was another cop on the other mm. side that I had no clue was there. 
and he took his maglite flashlight and just pop, pop, pop on the win- window. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, would you stop it? God bless. This is an antique classic truck, sir. 1978 Ford F-150. So I'm rolling down the window, which is manual. And he's got the flashlight. He's looking. He's like, you got a problem? This is me you're talking about. You got a problem? I'm like, no, sir. He's like, ah, uh, yeah, you got a problem. I'm like, he's like, what you been doing tonight? I'm like, what do you mean what have we been doing tonight? We was over at our buddy's house. He's like, what y'all been doing? Y'all been smoking? You been doing a little drinking? I'm like, no, sir. Yeah, you're doing something. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck's happening? What are we doing here? Twilight Zone. Yeah. And that's when they, they, they mention, hey, we can call Pearland right now and they can come pick y'all up and throw y'all in jail. I'm like, for what? Rolling a stop sign? I mean, come on. And the guy's like, uh, okay. And, and he was just like, again, I'm not trying to bash cops or anything like that, but uh, the, we these, love cops. We, we do love cops. We support the blue. We love all of them. But every once in a while, you got kind of like a jackass that and maybe they were just fucking with us. I mean, uh, maybe they didn't have hey, anything else better to do. And there like, are jackasses in all trades. For sure. And so, and the, finally, this guy was like, uh, he looks over to Jan's uh, girlfriend. He's like, hey, you're much too pretty to be hanging out with the likes of these two. <laughs> that's what I was like. You're right, that's probably true. What? <laughs> what are you doing now? I would agree. I, had needs, I don't know what this girl looks like, but I still agree. Hey, maybe so, but. <laughs> so he let you go? Well. I pulled, like, I guess, dick move. I pulled a card. I'm just like, what is your name? What is your badge number? Oh, you did that, huh? I want your name. I want your badge number. I'd like, this is p- completely, like, unprofessional. If you're going to call Pearland, then you call them and get him there, and then we can call our parents and do whatever. Because uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here while you sit here and berate me and cuss at me and do all this stuff when it was just a simple... I didn't stop at a stop sign, just kind of rolled it a little bit. You know what I mean? But So after that, they let you go? Mm-hmm. They're like, gave it back our uh, license and y'all are free to go. Huh. I'm just thinking it was like, they just probably just want to fuck with some people. You know what I mean? Or maybe you legitimately scared the shit out of them and they were just pissy because you scared them. And maybe. Me and my cousin Matt, uh, y'all know Matt, we were coming back from Lubbock. I was actually getting a car alarm uh, installed on that. He's a pickup and ran over that kid in. <laughs> if y'all remember that story. But uh, anyhow, we were over there. And at that point, his sister, my cousin Amanda, was uh, dating the the guy that knew, the guy that was installing this alarm system, right? And it took a lot longer than it was supposed to. So it was getting late. It was getting late. And we were coming back from Lubbock and driving through this little town on the way to our town. Brownfield, Texas, at that point, was notorious for knowing that the cops there are just bad. You know, just, you better <laughs> drive the speed limit, whatever. We were in my truck. My cousin Matt was actually driving my truck on the way home. And it had to have been close to midnight. It was late. I don't remember exactly what time it was, but it was late. Dude, we were in high school still. I think we were 17 at that point. Juniors or whatever it was. And so we get pulled over. Matt was actually speeding. And I'll never forget, he was going 47. And uh, it was a 35. And we get pulled over. And pull us over or whatever and they're questioning us just different stuff and make us get out of the vehicle and I, I worked at Ace Hardware at the time and I had just been out shooting 
you know, shotguns or whatever. So I had shotgun shells behind my seat. And so they found all that and all this shit. And I had my Letterman jacket. So it was my junior year, actually. And um, I had my NHS little uh, little pin in my Letterman jacket. And so after this, probably 30 minutes, I forget the whole conversation and everything that went down. But, I mean, they were just, like, interrogating us, just, like, just being shitheads. You know what I mean? And finally got down to, like, who's... NHS uh, jacket is. I was like, that's mine, you know. And basically, after that, they were like, well, these these kids aren't doing anything bad, and they finally let us go. But like, it went through all that, and just like, Jesus Christ, man, we weren't drinking, not doing anything. It was just late. We were speeding. We actually ended up not getting a ticket for it. But just, why do you have to go through that though? Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's what crazy. did the jacket have to do with it? Because the the NHS thing on there is a National Honor Society little badge that I got, and um. So that that was the deal. He was like, "Whose jacket is this?" With the, you know, with this, "Who's NHS badges?" I was like, "That's mine." And so I don't know what that meant to him or anything, but I just thought it was funny that he that that's what let us go almost basically. Yeah, I thought you were saying NES. I'm like, no, 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 video games. No. He loves the Nintendo. Yeah, he loves the, He's a gamer. <laughs> yeah, Duck yeah. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Tell you a quick story. Michael's a TABC officer, and at one point in time, he was probably like the third, third or fourth highest ranked officer in that that field, and that was all of Texas. I mean, his jurisdiction was all over Texas. Everything, everything, and so it's a big jurisdiction, bro. Yeah, and so he he was up there, kind of North Texas, Wichita Falls area, all that type of stuff. So. They had a lot of rodeos that went around, and they made sure there's plenty of dry counties everywhere. So they would always enforce the, apparently, you were only able to allow to purchase a fifth of alcohol and a case of beer and transport that over county lines into a dry county. Anything more than that was considered bootlegging mm-hmm. trust me yeah. i know all about that mm-hmm. especially state lines yeah. from new mexico because i live 15 miles from the mexico border so they, they would post up a, a whatever particular gas not gas station but liquor store and look down from it from above like on top of a hill and they'd sit there and see people just loading up cases and cases and liquor bottles after liquor bottles and like all right i'm pulling you over and so they take off, and then they like swoop in. <laughs> That's just messed up. Yeah, I, it's a law. But his son Stephen, uh, which is my cousin, he was in high school, and he was partying out, doing whatever. He got wrapped up and hanging out, drinking, blah blah blah. Whatever party it was, got busted by the cops. Of course, Stephen, and I don't know if he's like name dropping, like, "Hey, please call my dad." He's blah 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 with the tabc and calls him up hey we've uh we've picked up your son you know he was uh drinking i think some beers with the kids and blah 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 he's like uh we're gonna take him down to the jail and blah 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 he's like i think he offered to like hey do you want to come get your son and he's like no mm. send him to jail tough love yeah pretty much send him to jail <sighs> i'd be so mad i'd be so mad <laughs> No, I think he only Dad. spent like maybe like a couple hours, you know, Y'all in are, some little holding tanker. Right. I don't even know if they made it into whatever. But Drunk tank or something. Yeah. yeah. You ever and been to jail? He came and got him. Never been to jail. John? 
I wouldn't pick Jan up at jail once. No, I'm a good person. Okay, uh, so let, let's get into the barbecue fails. Uh, John, do you got one for us? I just have, uh, well, I actually have a few, but I, since we're getting short on time, I'll have one that you actually know too. And since we were talking about uh, dads, if you will, you you met with my dad or, or talked to my dad a little bit this past week. Yes. Uh, he was in town for the week, hanging out from California. My mom too as well. But uh, he told us about one of his barbecue fails. Yes, I remember this. Yes, the uh, on his Weber, he did a what do you say pizza? He was doing a pizza. Yes. Yeah. Did he have the rack or was it just straight on the? No, he had the pizza. He had one of the whatever the, it is. the pizza attachment, like the yeah. one you have, pizza Correct. kettle yeah. or whatever okay. they call it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he <laughs> apparently he thought <laughs> get that sucker as hot as you can like a pizza oven. Yeah, well, he he kind of got me when he's like, I put like four logs of oak in there, in a Weber. I'm <laughs> like, that's got to be a million degrees. And that's what he said. He said it was like 900 degrees. He said that that the uh, the little what do you call it the thermometer uh, the, yeah, the uh, thermometer the pro- wrapped around a couple just times. Kept going. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those cartoon episodes where he's like, and he said he put yeah exactly. He said he put the beats in, and it wasn't in there two seconds, and it like. It was a charcoal briquette. <laughs> he said he literally melted the handles off of his Weber. Ooh. That's hot. I've seen the pictures. That's <laughs> yes. not good. I'll, I'll try to see if I can find this picture to post. But that's fantastic. That's a fail. That's that my dad. barbecue fail. Yes. yes. That's like a, almost kind of like I mentioned earlier, like cartoon-esque, where he puts a pizza on, puts a lid on it for one second, and then opens it up. And it's burnt. Burnt. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a crisp. And it's gone. And it's done. You touch it, and it goes, and just disintegrates. Ashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Dad. That pizza got hot, man. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you another quick one. This this is actually from our um, our buddy, our cook team member, our neighbor, Matt. And I thought he was going to be here tonight to, to tell this story as well. But... This is maybe a couple of years back. Uh, I think this is before we really got serious into barbecue and before he was on the team or whatever. So he did a couple of, um, I guess, Google searching. He was doing some whatever, and he came across an article. I, I, honestly, I don't know how he came across these whiskey burgers that he was doing. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and so it was basically um, marinating the meat in whiskey, and mm. maybe there's other seasonings and spices and stuff like that. Probably. He might have went a little overboard on the whiskey. I don't know if he was just like, okay, the recipe calls for a dash here. I'm just going to put a little more. Just imagine that ground beef swimming in whiskey. Mm, That does sound good. That just sounds delicious. And I guess his his thought, and maybe we'll have him on it and give his little perspective of it. But So he, he... forms the patties and i'm sure he's other stuff that went in he forms the patties and i'm sure they're nice and juicy and just like very whatever so he throws them on the grill cooks both sides pulls them off plating them up i think he had his dad over and maybe family (laughs) and other stuff and then plates it up and he eats his burger he takes a bit the first big old bite out of it and it tastes like you're just doing a shot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah we like, got to have him on. He only comes on when he needs to defend himself. So yes. we'll have him on again. We'll have him on to, to, so he can explain his little side of the story. But 
apparently he went way overboard on the whiskey. And I'm sure I've seen whiskey barbecue sauces. Right. Isn't it supposed to cook out? Like alcohol it's should cook out. supposed to. But I guess the flavor, a lot of it stays in there. Yeah, but if yeah, if you can't like soak it up to where it's just like... Floating in there. Floating right. in there and then make patties out of it. <laughs> Looks like a life raft. Yeah. Whiskey burger soup. Everybody, like, get, everybody eats a burger and next thing you know they're falling out of their stool like all just like... <laughs> Best burger ever. Best so burger good. ever, man. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Hey, uh, join us next week when we're going to discuss a new recipe, Fireball Burgers. Right. Chased with bilk. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. Okay. Hey, another phenomenal podcast. Let me rephrase that. It sounds like I'm, I'm tooting my own horn. I mean, it was phenomenal. It was. Hey, I had another phenomenal time doing this podcast, and I really enjoyed it. And Jan, Alden, John... Great. It was a good time. If you could do us a huge favor, a huge solid, go over to iTunes, click on the uh, the the podcast, click the subscribe, the like, and then drop a review. I mean, I know that's going to take like maybe a couple of seconds out of your life or whatever, and but it really goes a long way to really kind of helping us out and making us a little bit more visible to everybody else uh, and we would be super super grateful if you guys would do that absolutely no, yeah not only that i mean because you know a lot of platforms we can't see comments you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like i say we want to see all the comments yeah we, we Good, can't see comments on spotify we want to see what it is you know that's only going to make us strive to be better correct you know so yeah. hey i'll say it if we get a killer review on apple we'll share it on the show for sure yeah and spotify i mean and some of these other media platforms, whether it's Google Podcasts or Podbean or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, podcast, content, wherever you get your podcast fix on, click the like button, click the subscribe, yeah, click, wherever the, it is. click the follow button, whatever it is, because whatever the, the, the algorithm that all these guys use the more people that then that puts us kind of ahead of everybody yeah it again we appreciate it like it click it subscribe it and that really sounds like some of these videos that my daughter watches on youtube where they're like some of these annoying <laughs> yeah. fuckers that are just yeah. like hit that subscribe hey, subscribe. Button. hey yeah. like 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 boom boom subscribe you're like god bless am but i seriously a lot of times that makes that. me not do it at all yeah, nobody does it. I mean, when's the last time you watched a YouTube video, even if you liked it, like, just liked it in your mind, like, oh, let me just go hit that like button. Boom. Never. I've never done that. Yeah, but these people, these these listeners, the mega fans, they're mm. going to do that for us. They are. That's right. And we appreciate it. So, we really do want to hear your feedback. Hit us up socially, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Facegrams. Insta books, whatever it is. Twitter books? Twitter books. Just hit us up and just let us know what's going on. Face space. And, uh, MySpace. I, Do we have a MySpace? Is that even still a thing? <laughs> I don't think it I is. I log in from now to time Tom? to time. Yeah, Twitter know. space. <laughs> Twitter space, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Hit us up socially. We'd love to. I mean, it, we're pretty engaging on Twitter, and we, we've talked to a bunch of the, the, the people, and shout out to Blake Harper. I mean, that dude always, like, Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Engages with all the stuff that we do, but yeah, hey, we love it. Keep sending the feedback. Keep sending the stories. The barbecue fails. The wins. Whatever it is, I mean, 
Just send us stories. Yeah. In general. Sure, yeah. You know, people hey, love stories. That time, well, that one time you got drunk. That one time you got pulled over by the cops. Yes. That one time. I mean, just let us know. We'll put it on the air. Good times. Yep. Peace, Peace out. Just grab them in the brisket.